0: The While You Are Single podcast. OJ Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is OJ Tokes.
1: Hello, how are you doing? Welcome to another edition of While You Are Single TV. I'm glad that you joined the program again today. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you for listening. If you're watching on Facebook, thanks for watching. I also encourage you to go to our While You Are Single Facebook page where I have previous videos that you can watch as well. I also encourage you to go to our website, whileyouaresingle.org, where I have other resources that will be able to listen to you. You can listen to the podcast on the website and watch other videos as well. Thanks again for joining the program. I appreciate the comments. Thank you for sharing the program as well. Let's open up in prayer. Father, I thank you for the privilege to share your word. Thank you for the individual who's watching right now. I ask that you open our hearts to heed your word. Open our ears to hear your word. Open our eyes to perceive your word. Open our minds to understand your word. And Father, I ask that you give us the wisdom to apply your word into our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, today I'd like to talk about getting along with people. Getting along with people. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 22, Paul writes that to the weak, I share their weakness so that I can win the weak to Christ. I try to find common ground, doing everything I can to save some. Another translation says, to the weak I become weak. I'm all things to all people that some may be saved. The whole idea is adapting to the person that you're trying to reach for whatever cause, hopefully a good cause, in order to wean someone, to get along with someone and bring them along with you, um, in this case, toward the Lord. Um, The idea is to find out who they are, how they are, adapt to them so that you can win them. The Bible talks about how we should do everything that we can, if possible, to be at peace with all people. So today as I talk about getting along with people, one of the ways that we can get along with people is to understand them. Understand who they are. And one of the ways that we can understand how people are And who they are is understanding their personality type. Everyone has a personality type. Understanding someone's personality will put you in a position for you to understand their tendencies. So when they uh, behave the way you expect them to behave based on their personality, you're not bent out of shape, you don't lose your cool, you don't take things personal because you are expecting this from them now before i proceed i wanted to lay down some parameters first and foremost there are lots of personality tests and um literature out there if you look up personality types you're going to see a lot uh one of the prominent personality tests is the myers-briggs test it's kind of i suppose considered one of the best Um, it addresses 16 different personality types. I am not dealing with that. That is very extensive. Uh, feel free to research on that. There are also other personality types, but what I'm going to be addressing is what is considered the four personality types. Even in saying that, if you look that up, you'll see different things, but I'm dealing with the four personality types, and what I'm addressing is very elementary, very basic, just a little something for you to um, munch on so to speak for you to understand a little bit about uh, people's temperaments and their dispositions that will help you understand people and better get along with them furthermore i'm addressing this from the perspective of someone who is not wholly submitted to the leading of the holy spirit someone who's not letting god lead them basically so As I address this personality, I don't want you to take it personal when I'm saying things that may apply to you, and you're like, no, I don't do that. Well, if God is leading you, chances are some of those Uh, Personality tendencies or weaknesses may not be prominent in your life anymore because you've allowed God to take control of you, and because of his presence in your life, he kind of restrains you from exhibiting certain things. Okay, so I want to put that out. And again, I'm addressing this from the perspective of someone who is not allowing God to lead them. And last but not the least, this is not to justify unacceptable behavior. Just because you have a tendency to behave a certain way based on your personality, I am in no way endorsing or saying it's okay for someone to say or do anything that may put others down. Also, I'm not saying that's just how you are and you can't change. That's not what I'm saying. This is just information to help you better interact and understand with people. Having said that, the four personality types I'll be talking about are choleric, sanguine, phlegmatic, and melancholy. However, I'm not going to use those terms. Instead of saying choleric, I'm going to say straight shooter. I'm going to stick with the word sanguine. The third is phlegmatic. I'm not going to use that term. I'm going to use laid back. And the fourth, melancholy. I'm not going to use that. I'm going to use private person. So let's start with the first personality type, the straight shooter. I think that speaks for itself. They shoot straight, they are outgoing and task oriented. Sanguines are also outgoing, but they are people oriented. So, one of the differences between straight shooters. And sanguine people are that straight shooters are outgoing, but they are task-oriented. Sanguine people are outgoing, but people-oriented. The straight shooter is outgoing for the task. They are outgoing to get the job done. They are going out to do a task. The sanguine person is doing the task... To be with people. But I'll address sanguine people later. So, straight shooters are direct, determined, driven, decisive, sometimes dismissive. They cut to the chase. No nonsense. They don't play around. They give it to you straight. They are bold. They appear very confident. They tell it like it is. A spade is a spade. It's either black or white. Nothing in between. They speak their mind. You don't have to worry about what they're thinking because they tell you what they're thinking. You know exactly where they stand. They give it to you straight. They don't play around. A lot of them are leaders, coaches, bosses, managers, supervisors, entrepreneurs. Business owners, an example of this personality is Paul, (laughs) the person I just quoted a few minutes ago, Paul the Apostle. Paul did not have the privilege of being part of the 12 disciples. Paul did not have the privilege of spending time with Jesus like the 12 disciples did for about three, three and a half years. However, when Paul converted to Christianity, it appears that he did a lot more for the church Then the 12 disciples that Jesus uh, mentored. Um, If I'm not mistaken, maybe one or two of the disciples, or maybe three, wrote one or two books in the New Testament. But Paul wrote most of the New Testament. I like to joke that he wrote at least one book for each disciple. But Paul didn't waste any time. Uh, Straight shooters, they are about the work. They are result-oriented. They are all about getting the job done. They do work. They get things done. If you want someone to get something done, you want a straight shooter because they are good in getting things done. Unfortunately, maybe by hook or by crook, but they get things done. Paul showed up on the scene. He wasted no time. He pushed forth the Christian faith. He wrote a lot of letters, a lot of Christian faith, a lot of our directives come from the writing of Paul inspired by the Holy Spirit. One of the things I admire and I want to encourage you to admire and learn from straight shooters is to get the job done. Their confidence. We need to learn to be confident like they are. Sometimes we need to be assertive like they are. Sometimes we need to cut through the chase and just get things done. That's why a lot of them are in leadership positions. So that's one thing I admire about straight shooters. They are bold. Having said that, straight shooters also need areas where they can improve. And along those lines, I want to encourage my straight shooter friends to learn to be slow to speak and swift to listen. James one nineteen. Sometimes they need to be slow to speak. Sometimes they need to Exercise some self-control. A lot of times, some, if not a lot of straight shooters, they shoot from the hip. Sometimes straight shooters just jump the gun. They charge ahead. They don't have all the information and they're just running 150 miles an hour. Slow down. Straight shooters need to learn how to be quiet sometimes and how to slow down. Unfortunately, sometimes straight shooters, they ruin vital relationships because of their tenacity, because of their fire, because of their action-packed approach to life. Sometimes they run over people in an effort to achieve something, and that can be very detrimental to them and to people around them. Paul really thought he was on the right track. Paul really believed he was on the right track. A lot of straight shooters feel like they are right. And you know what? Sometimes they are. Some may argue that more often than not, they are right. But when they are wrong, when they are wrong, it is chaos. It is very detrimental. Paul believed he was on the right track. And he was behind the death of a lot of Christians. He was supporting the killing of Christians. The only way to let him know that he was on the wrong track was for God himself to show up and let him know that. An act of God had to take place to literally knock him off his high horse to let him know he was going the wrong direction. Sometimes my straight shooter friends, some of you straight shooters out there, you think you're on the right track. You don't want to change. You feel like you are going the right direction. If you don't learn to to pause, slow down, and rethink what you're doing, the only way, unfortunately, sometimes, to get a straight shooter to rethink, to change, is for something disastrous to happen. Something chaotic. Like losing your marriage. Losing your business, a health scare, a life-and-death situation. We don't want it to go that far before you change, because sometimes you may not get that opportunity. When Paul first converted, like I mentioned before, his name was Saul, later changed to Paul. He was behind the killing of Christians. In Acts chapter 9, he got converted on the road to Damascus. He had an experience with God. I encourage you to read the story in Acts chapter 9. When he converted, he started preaching the gospel. A lot of Christians were afraid of him. The believers, they were scared. They did not want to accept him. They didn't want to believe that he really converted because they knew him as the person behind the killing of a lot of Christians. But another guy stepped forward. And at this juncture, I want to talk a little bit about the sanguine personality. I'm going to talk more about it later because I'm dealing with a straight shooter personality right now. But someone came into the scene. His name was Joseph, also known as Barnabas. Barnabas came into the scene. Barnabas means son of encouragement. I find it really interesting. I believe Barnabas is a sanguine person. People who have the personality of sanguines are outgoing and people oriented. I also believe that Barnabas had a straight shooter side, which brings me to another point about personalities. As I talk about this, you might say, well I have some of this personality and some of that personality, blah blah blah, that's okay. Usually with the four personality types, usually you have two of them. One is a primary and one is a secondary. Uh, the primary might be what a lot of people see you in and they can also see parts of the other personality in you as well so there's a primary and there's a secondary i believe barnabas was first sanguine and secondary he was a straight shooter because it's going to take that kind of personality to deal with and hang out with a straight shooter nevertheless they were scared of paul people were scared but barnabas came in and he embraced paul the people person the friendly person the outgoing person came and he embraced Paul. And he brought Paul to the church and basically said Paul was legit. He's the one that endorsed Paul. Some scholars say that Barnabas was Paul's mentor.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, Please visit while you are single.org that is while you are single.org if you've been blessed by the podcast we encourage you to please share with your friends until next week's podcast take care and stay blessed